0: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today.
1: Listen to Rapaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rapaport, and
0: me, Michael Rapaport, on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Hey, fam! I'm Simone Voice. I'm Danielle Robey, and we're the hosts of the Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day
2: It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis.
3: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We have an amazing show for you today. The little brother is not here again. What's going on with that dude? <laughs> He's actually in
4: L.A. <laughs> they, they started court up again. He went this morning at 8.30. And they kicked it over to the afternoon. It happens all the time. It really just it, mm. it fucking sucks. Yeah, but that was he, today. He's there, he's, that there on, he's there on a case. Actually, the case the the guy we represent was a guy standing in front of a liquor store. He just finished taking some hits. A cop comes Allegedly. up. Allegedly, no, he was taking hits. <laughs> cop came up. My brother says the guy barely spoke English, but the cop came up, asked him about the smell, patted him down. They gave him a misdemeanor citation for solicitation of oral sex.
3: What? No way. What do you mean? Are you, but, how does it go back to that?
4: No, That's the ticket. The case has not been filed. So when the cops give you a ticket, you have to go into court. And it doesn't have to be filed for up to a year for a misdemeanor.
3: Let me ask so, you this. So, is, is the guy- so he's waiting for the city
4: attorney to come so he can say, hey, we were here.
5: When you file it, send my office notice. And the cop said he couldn't speak too good of English. So maybe he said, Hey, what are you doing? He said, Orale. And he thought that meant oral sex. I don't know.
3: I'm just saying, that was the brief text from my brother. Wait, wait a second. So the guy, the guy's. The, the cop, I can't give you any more detail. No, no, I'm just saying, just just to retract what you already said. I mean, the guy was smoking a joint. Cop runs up and says to him, You know, I'm Something giving you about a ticket.
4: the smell. Not Something even that. About the no. smell.
5: Just, just what about the smell?
3: Can you pat somebody down over
5: being in front of a liquor store and just taking a couple of hits? Is that worthy of being you know what? patted That's down? Funny
4: you mention that because I have got a great story on the news regarding pat downs.
5: Well, why don't we get to it right now? I mean, Mike Kelly is here from Falcon. Aloha, Mike. But What's up, you guys? I think Mike wants to hear the story, don't you, buddy? Yeah, let's hear. I mean, man. Let's, this, let's hear the story. You you can't tease us with that. Yeah, man. I let's mean, okay. S- s- yeah, let's, so let's hear the story. Take so up Mike's time. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, <So> blow the- <laughs> it for us all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you guys a story, but we'll wait 45 you know, minutes. No, we'll just have it.
3: Mike fill in every day for, for your little brother, and that will yeah. be just <laughs> fine. Yeah, he has better gross. hair than him. That's so for sure. Yeah. The
4: Fourth Amendment. More followers. The Fourth Amendment. Generally prohibits police from searching an individual absent a warrant or probable cause. Okay, that's okay. that's just a fact. So, there's fourth a fourth amendment. The Fourth Amendment. There's a court case called Terry versus Ohio it's from 1968. The Supreme Court established a narrow, a narrowly drawn exception to this prohibition. So they're saying if these circumstances exist. You can do a pat down. You can do that without a warrant. Quote, unquote, probable cause for this. Well, the reason it's like automatic, it's presumed probable cause. That is, if the officer can show they believed there was present danger to the officers immediately. So
5: a verbal confirmation from a police officer, which is always BS. Because it's always, I felt Correct. that I was in danger. Correct. Correct. Isn't Correct. Always I fe- BS. No, Sometimes
3: it, a cop really is in danger, bro.
5: No, and, don't it, get me twisted. It, it, I agree with that. It's supposed to be
4: specific, specific, specific. articulable facts. So something very specific. Artic-able. Okay. What's articulable? Now,
6: <laughs>
4: what? what yeah, it's it's it, highly articable.
5: What's I, articulable? I, in the I, case, is, is that a real thing? Articulable.
4: <laughs> Artic- articulable. <laughs> what is articulable? <laughs> <Fucker>. <laughs> uh, what, articulable. Why are you cussing at
5: me? I don't know what that you is. You can articulate. Articulate. I know what articulate, but I don't know this what articulable is, is. is. This is the same as gubernatorial. <laughs> gubernatorial. Big, you're just acting like a lawyer and using big words on us right now. I'm just quoting. You're just what reading. The, you don't I'm even just, know what you're reading on. It looks like articulate, so screw it. I'm going to say articulable. articulable. What does that mean? I don't a,
4: know, Joe. It's a, written in the damn article. I-C-U-L-A-B-L-E, bitch. Articulable. What does it mean?
3: Did you make that word? I up? don't I'm, I'm claiming I don't the know what it means. has
4: to articulate exactly. When you articulate, you've got to break down. You can't just say, ah, I think he was dangerous. Articulable means break down. Articulate. Articulable. Articul- what do you <laughs> mean, articulate? That's what I thought you said. You said articulable. That's what it, it says it Articulate so I, I'm and trying
5: to get the correct definition Of the word that I've never are heard you, before Are you an English major? I've never heard that word before Are you an Craig? English major? Not at all Neither am I
4: It's a form of articulating If I told uh, you uh, I want uh, To articulate uh, that point uh, That means break it down I'm not attacking you The guy Craig. I'm Craig. was I'm nervous you if you know The what guy, it guy it had meant. his hands in his pocket guy uh, was We you can't hear you
3: Speak up bro Use your big boy voice man Yeah, Hit the power Step on the tool
0: Articulable means Capable of being expressed, explained, or justified, police had observed drug sale and stopped defendant on articulable, reasonable suspicion that he was dealing drugs. Whoa. Articulable what? means dealing, dealing drugs. Oh, we got curable. backup support. That's good. We didn't articul- look that up. It's you know, not articulable. It's good
3: to have support staff around, Joe.
0: Here. Yeah. Sometimes it's, articul- it's
3: nice. Sometimes it's nice. And you
4: sometimes sometimes it know to have a lawyer. lawyer. And guess yeah. what? And guess what? <laughs> a real what? one. People don't care. They want to know what ha- fucking happened in this U.S. Supreme <laughs> well, Court case. Well, if you're going to use case, a word, I want to know what it means. That is going to affect cannabis users' rights. <clears throat> Sorry,
5: Sorry for you feeling attacked. I didn't want to attack you, and I wasn't attacking he you. You started it. I didn't know what the <laughs> word meant. Is <that's> all <laughs> I was you asking. Want to and if you don't choice. know what it means, wait, wait. you can say, I don't know,
3: Joe. Drum roll. Drum roll, please.
5: What's the point the of the story? The
4: Circuit held that petitioner, that's the person who was convicted of a crime, simple possession of marijuana created a reasonable suspicion that he was quote armed and therefore dangerous end quote allowing al- allowing <laughs> the the Terry exception meaning they were able to search him without probable without other probable cause and without having to have articulable facts and without a warrant and in this case they happened to find a gun on him
5: Oh, no. So
4: Man, they were trying busted. to get the gun thrown out based on unreasonable search and seizure that you just can't. Someone pulls you over for a traffic ticket. You just can't go pat them down. Yeah, you can't be. The Supreme down Court the of the United States refused to hear the appeal. Oh, really? Now, there is a I'm out there, of there's there's multi federal district courts that have differed on this opinion. Some have held it's not good enough. Did someone have marijuana on them or smelled like marijuana to be an exception to
5: that rule i mean wouldn't it be just like if you smell marijuana in the no, car the, the, it's not probable cause well, to pull you over and not not in california because
4: i smell like it's weed do walking down the it street still is in a lot of states it's still probable cause and we got another story here out of illinois where what their law says which is absolutely insane about the smell and what could happen to you even though it's quote unquote you can go to the store and buy it legal there's still ramifications if you carry it And Illinois is right now, too. So so, so the, the Supreme Court refused to take the case up on appeal. And now it's all over the place. Depends on what district you're in. If you're in the district out here in California, that district has held that it's not probable cause. It's not presumable you're armed and dangerous because you have marijuana on you. But if you're out here in, uh, I think this was in Connecticut, you're, you're fucked. Mm. So I mean, the Supreme Court refused to hear that case. So how it stands now is it depends where you get popped is how the case law is going to go until a Supreme Court takes up the issue. And normally, when there's a division at the district court levels across the states, usually they they that's when they take it up on appeal. That's when the Supreme Court it, says we have to you know throw a
5: line down. Is law so confusing sometimes? I mean, as, are you just confusing me? Or do you find it as you're a lawyer? It going, can be. What the hell, guys? It doesn't make clear sense. It's not no. black and white. It's hey, so it's like much the of the a cannabis, gray area. It's like the
4: cannabis laws and regulations. None they of them make, make sense. sense. <laughs> that's how I feel like when you're talking right now. I feel like it's cannabis that's laws. That's because there shouldn't be fucking politicians. should not be a profession. Well, it there is a big be, one, too. There shouldn't be professional politicians. I mean, there should po- be people who want to go up there, do good for the people they represent, and that's it. How many cases do we have to have? There was another guy in L.A. just got popped for going to getting casino chips and kickbacks, and uh, and this was a guy. This is a Mexican kid who came up from nothing to become a lawyer. He made it on the city council. Let him get some kickbacks. I mean, wait, that's wrong. What happened? You know, I mean, it's it's politicians' fault. That's why someone asked me, "Do you want to be a politician?" Fuck no. It's a the dirty only way, game. The only way you're going to get things done is you got to be dirty. And I just, I,
5: it, I, I, I really, think I'd so rather too. be the
4: guy talking to the politicians here.
5: And it's funny, Craig, as you say that, I look back on my early politic life, and I was always just, I don't know if you guys realize this, but growing up, I was 6th grade president, 8th grade ASB president, freshman class president, 8th grade ASB president, in college, I got involved in student council, my college years, I went to Sacramento to be a keynote speaker for the youth of California, and after that, when I went to California, when I went to Sacramento, I started going when I started presenting some changes and I was the head of the Indian Youth Program, Title IV Indian Education Program for the Bay Area, right? So I started representing the youth movement to try to get things done and it couldn't get shit done. That made perfect sense is my point to what you're saying. And I'm like, at an early age, I go, if this makes sense, why can't we do it? It, uh, what do you guys mean here? So it's kind of turning me away from, from yeah. politics. And it was like I wanted to kind of go down that route at one point in my lifetime, but I seen the hypocrisy of bullshit that people go, well, we're not going to do that because it's going to make us look bad. Dude, what does it matter if it's right? If it's right, do it. So yeah. so let, let, me, let
4: me finish up here with the story. And the 4th District actually rege- uh, relied on this unique rule, the Terry Stop, which has been rejected by over seven other courts that possession of any amount of marijuana automatically gives rise to a presumption that a person is likely armed and dangerous. Now, the the most fucked up about this story is McCoy. That's the guy's name, McCoy versus the U.S. His behavior during the encounter further it dispelled any suggestion that he, there was any danger to the cops. The cam, the cops even testified. The arresting officer kind of acknowledged that he was... <laughs> cooperative yeah. that he that the officer named officer skipper hey, agreed skipper. agreed that mr mccoy his partner Gilligan <laughs> did everything that we tell young people to do when they're stopped by police he kept his hands visible avoided sudden movements narrated what he was going to do i'm going to go in my pocket i'm going to get out my wallet he was the perfect poster child, perfect, yeah, poster perfect. child for it and uh because of the smell of marijuana, got him out of his car and patted him down, and then therefore led to the gun. Mm. And he happened to be a felon too, but yeah. he was yeah. off probation, and what a great you know, guy. so he had, so <laughs> so.
5: I wonder what he's a felon for. Let's dig a little deeper. I'm a felon, so I, I, I hate it. And it's this. funny because you're a great guy, too. Nobody would know you were such a dirtbag back in the day. <laughs>
4: so, yeah, I mean. What do you mean hundreds of pounds hey, of weed's a big it, deal? It's just, Conspiracy it, ain't it, that it, big of a this deal. Is, this ain't funny. This is not funny. It really isn't. This is not funny and for the Supreme Court. But your not, hair is. But The this Supreme a... Court not to take this issue up and make a decision. Well, maybe with the com- Constitution of the Supreme Court we have, maybe it's better they didn't take it up. Imagine oh, them coming down of and it not overturning this. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would have been big.
5: So the Fourth Amendment doesn't mean nothing in this case, it seems like. Not
4: if you have weed in some jurisdictions. You you're know, presumed to be armed and dangerous. You're presumed to be armed and dangerous. Is that crazy? Peanut, well, that people, weed well, you well,
5: got on you, you got a gun on you next to? Well, come on. There's a thin line,
6: though. I took did, a spot. Let him talk. I'm just seeing everything with the what with the cops are doing right now. Like, come on. Yeah, I, this, uh, is, really, I really, this, is, this is really. Are you really? This is. You're really is shocked thrilling. about this. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Aloha, Mike's like uh, what you're
5: saying. Like you're shocked about this. Well, it's that. Like time. this is actually it's,
3: soft compared to what they're doing. Yeah, man. At least they didn't beat the shit out of somebody or let alone kill him. I mean, dude, uh, was he was he white? Does he? Does, no, he said uh, Mexican. Just not saying. Uh, oh, oh no,
5: that was a different. His client is Mexican. I don't know about oh, this guy in the
4: judicial. Well, you well, know, what? No, I just said he didn't speak a lot of English. I didn't say he was Mexican.
5: I thought you said Mexican. Sem- you said I Mexican. Did not. Sem- I said he did he not speak a lot okay. I don't know where I heard Mexican. <laughs> at. Maybe I just heard Mexican food, or I'm hungry. One of you other. know, you know,
3: it's funny is, is that you know you're right. He he didn't say that, and and we're all cracking jokes, so the guy could have been anything. But you know, overall, you know, you have to yeah, back to that story. You, you got to think about you got to think about what's what's really happening in our in our society right now, and and nothing, ama- nothing amazing nothing amazes me anymore. I mean, I'm watching cities burn up. I'm watching cities burn down. I'm see, I'm seeing people drive people running people over i mean this is this is insanity at its best and and you know what i'll tell you what it doesn't surprise me anymore. you know what i mean like i'm just so like almost aloha mike said it best right now like what do you mean yeah
6: that's that's the new norm
5: absolutely
3: it's, it's, it's pretty norm right now it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous yeah, we gotta change back that norm so with that being said we'll be right back
7: after this break this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered.
7: (sighs) Good one, Dad. Welcome back to Cannabis
3: Talk 101. Alongside of me is the world famous Craig Wasserman and Mr. Joe Grande. The show Cannabis Talk 101 is the three of us for sure. And you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show in the country. <laughs> oh, man. So we have an amazing guest for you guys. And you know what? I, I'll tell you what, man. His name is Aloha Mike, aka Mike Kelly. Uh, from Falcon and you know I've known Mike for some time now and and we've had a relationship and I think you've known more of Mike because he's lost quite a bit of weight <laughs> <laughs> yeah no he looks great actually thanks, guys, you know um, and and also though know, just just as a friend and somebody that has been pretty loyal to this industry you know it's, it's an honor to be next to you and I'm proud of all the things that I've seen I, like I man. so um, Mike tell us a little bit about your uh, brand and what you're doing right now in the industry
6: well, I'm one of the partners at Falcon. We own Crew, High Garden, and Uh We're pretty much the largest distributor in California right now for cannabis. And uh, I got a, I got my hands in a bunch of things. You know, I have a couple other distros. I got one in, uh, I work on one in Long Beach. One in Bellflower with uh, the guys over there at Medicine Woman. And, oh yeah, um, good friends of ours. Yep, and uh, you know, just keep moving and grooving. I, I'm on the board of CB Can out there in the desert. And we got this big, uh, big issue going right now with Desert Hot Springs with them trying to raise the taxes, and um, you know, there's always something going on. You know, it's uh, I'm just trying to do it all, right? Mike, how did you get involved?
5: I mean, you're doing with dealing with so much right now. At what stage of your game do you jump in the cannabis game? As you and Blue go back many moons, and I mean, I know he grew up with it in his family. Where did it start for you?
6: You know, I, I I've been a bass player, I'm um, a musician. And I was playing with a bunch of reggae bands when I was younger, and everyone just assumed, "Hey, you know, you're in a reggae band, you can get some weed, right?" And <clears throat> you know, so I just started like. It's kind of true, you know what <laughs> I mean. So <laughs> I just started hooking people up with some, uh, you know, QPs or whatever. And then um, I was, uh, I got in the prosthetic game, then the the mortgage game, did some real estate stuff, and then when the market crashed, like in two thousand seven. Um, you know, I was selling more weed to the people at the banks doing these loan mods really? than I was making money at my own, at my regular business. So I'm like, you know what, let me get a dispensary going. And I uh, started as dispensary in Santa Ana. Then I uh, put the uh, political action committee together and put the initiative together for Santa Ana. So we're the... Uh, that whole thing went down and I didn't win a lottery ball, which was just devastating for me. Then, uh, you know, started working with a PhD and making, uh, oil way back in the day doing distillate when nobody was doing it. I mean, we built our first, uh, short path, uh, with some parts at, uh, Craig and auto parts. And, uh, how crazy was that to do that? Oh, I mean, bro. how many things blow up in trial I'll and tell error? You, man, we, we've had our, our moments in uh, just trying to to dodge the cops, right? Well, I mm-hmm. love when Craig
5: talks about his stories of him and, you know, his son growing his business like oh, that. yeah. That's how his hair got that way. That's, that, that's <laughs> a wig he's wearing. He burned his whole
6: hair off, so he rocks that wig right now. <laughs> oh, man. Don't make
5: fun of me, you fat bastard. <laughs> Shots fired.
6: <laughs> bro, but yeah, so I just been doing, you know, then I became a uh, built a lab there, partnered with Falcon out in the desert. And it's funny, when I was uh, a little kid, I grew up in Desert Hot Springs from uh, first grade to, to eighth grade. Yeah. And so going back to the desert, my dad was a school teacher there in uh, Vista del Monte, in the same classroom for 33 years. So I'm really, I, I, you know, I had friends there. That's your community. That's your hood. Yeah, that was my hood. So to go back there was great and to... Uh, you know, there's so much going on out there as far as the cannabis industry, and uh, just trying to get that thing
3: Mike, normalized, right? T- tell us, tell us what what Falcon is doing right now in the com- in in the cannabis in, uh, community. You know,
6: we're just trying to to, to keep growing. We're uh, we're looking at, you know, we do a little bit of everything. We do growing, uh, we white label, I guess. Uh, we do a um, lot of distribution. Um, we're in, um, I think, something like 500 and something stores of the 600 in California right now with our products, and um, we're looking at, you know, maybe, uh, maybe doing some dispensary stuff. You know, we don't really have any dispensaries in our portfolio. We have a couple, I guess, but, you know, we're maybe doing a move like that. Maybe do a big grow. I don't know. We're trying to see what's on the horizon right now.
3: So, are, are you guys? Are you guys? You know, you know, is that the same company that's in Bellflower as well?
6: No, that's a different company,
3: different one, and you're, uh, you're managing that. And then, do you guys have brands that you're working with as well? And you know,
6: like we did all the, we did a lot of the growing and distribution for cookies last year. And then, before that, I did all the, uh, made all the oil and distribution uh, for Brass Knuckles, um, Standard Extracts, a bunch of different companies. I mean, right? You know, and now uh, with the, the one in Bellflower, we're working with like Mojave. Um and so many of these high-end AAA brands. I'm not going to name any names, but they source their flour from Mojave, and uh, we got uh, doing some with Jack Carrere. Uh, so many, so many other people. I've been talking with Nick over at 311. They're doing a little 311 brand. I think we're going to well, help them launch. Nice. A, so, you know, I'm just trying to, to do whatever I, you know, I, th- I just love cannabis so much and, uh, there's so much opportunity, you know, and right now, if you look at all these, you know, businesses are going under one of my partners at bellflower owns a bunch of restaurants, Damien, you know, he's got yeah. uh, waterman's and uh, Stillwater. Yeah. And man, I mean, he's just freaking out obviously with this COVID thing. Oh, I'm and sure they're
3: um, just at a standstill. Right. It's it, crazy. It closed them down today. <clears throat> all in, the restaurants in, indoor. No, no, so oh, yeah. you can't sit in restaurants together. Bro, Adam I mean, Newsom laid it down. And, <sighs> and then you got this, Not Orange County, right? Oh, all over yeah, California. All over. State, state yep, of California. State. Oh, my gosh. That's, people fourth were of July.
4: that's because people were going out through the Fourth of July. Arm world. to arm, yeah. without
3: wearing masks. I mean, people brought it on themselves, that's my opinion. Well, I, I think a lot of the protesting had a lot to do with that. I mean, you have people from all walks coming together and marching together, right? Wasn't even holding hands, hugging. It wasn't even
4: that. Not necessarily even that. It's, it's people just congregating like. You go down to the beach, it's like there was no COVID at all. I mean, people were just. Well, it could have been normal. That. It
5: could be that. I mean, you know, those people that were protesting were stuck together like that. Well, no, that, that, that too. That didn't, to that didn't help. That didn't help a all. It's a huge
4: breakout. You well, know you know what I mean? it was? You know. I think it was it was the bars that didn't serve food were just, there was picture after picture and video of just packed houses just yeah
5: packed. yeah like, yeah like there was it's
6: all the above everything that you guys are both saying it's all of that i thought it was at the, the underground strip clubs the, yeah like that too. <laughs>
3: i see you there too i was working it thank you guys you for gotta stay up. six feet yeah you know uh mike so so let's let's talk about this for a second you know uh, crew is that you still that your brand yeah, yeah. So, yeah so crew is in uh, you have your brand in how many how many stores right now Approximately uh, around 500 about 500 in yeah. california yeah uh, you know, congratulations on that. Um you that's know that's not bad that's, there, young man. Jeez. Yeah. Can I borrow a few bucks. Mean, Thanks for bringing lunch. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh you know Proud of you for that. I, I've seen your product almost every single dispensary that I've ever went to. Um, illegal and legally. So that's a pro- No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, they're that's, just making that, that. That is, is not ones. funny. No, I know. But I know. it could I be guess. true, but it's not him doing it's it. not no, funny. No, 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 no. It's not funny. It, it, it's for real. I've seen him I in every licensed dispensary that I go to. And it's just it's awesome to know that you're behind that and that you, you know, where you've came, like, because when you and I first met, um, you know, we obviously we clicked up to do the cannabis talk on one in the, in the beginning. But before that we knew each other from music, uh, the studios and we've seen each other around. And then, but, uh, but I'm saying like, as we start to get involved in the cannabis talk 101 on one, and we were building that, and then you you launched off into you know um, your your oil brands, and then your eventually your crew, and then now with Falcon, and now with this Bellflower deal, and I've watched you Damn. expand. I've watched you expand like like wildfire like, like over a here, beast, dude, and and <laughs> and I'm proud of you for it, man. And it, like you said, we 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 sit here at this table, and there's not a lot of the same people that we were you know, five years ago, seven years ago, whatever it is, that are still in this game and they keep falling off and they keep falling off. And it's it's unfortunate. Like I wish they were all still here, but it's just not the way it works, you know, and, and you know, it, it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing to you see. You know, grow. I see a
6: lot of these companies and it's like you got the canvas people, then you got the corporate people and like this corporate mentality, they come in like you just gotta be a shark, you gotta be a beast, we're gonna we're gonna destroy this other company and you know, I've always done good business. I'm i I've always been considered like the nicest guy in cannabis and I've always done well in, in being so and I just that mentality I think just doesn't belong in cannabis. And any time a, a, a operator, owner operator or a dispensary or a grow or dispensary or a, a distro goes under, it looks bad for the whole community in my opinion. Sure. You know, sure. no, it's it, like it, we're it, failing. It, and it just you know, it sucks to see that happening.
4: Well, you know, I mean the, the other side of that coin is as we've counseled clients who want to get into the game at whatever level it is it was just cool your jets a little bit, and you're going to be able to buy up some shit because these corporations coming in putting a shitload of money in not necessarily knowing what the fuck they're doing, and you know they're putting seven million in and having to sell it for three because they, you know, they, they, big, they, 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 they didn't finish it or they don't have the wherewithal once it's finished to do the product right or to get the product out i mean it's just it's you know and we're representing a lot of people coming in buying up stuff that uh It's just
5: funny to see and hear that story, Blue, that you told so well as we're talking to Aloha Mike, a.k.a. Mike Kelly from Falcon, and hearing that story and then you rebuttal with being the a.k.a. nice guy in cannabis, is that what you would attribute to a great path of success in this industry? Because as people are trying to get in this industry, a lot of people think, quote unquote, the business mentality, like you said, is to, you know, be a shark or cut corners and
6: do whatever you got to do to just make it happen. It's terrible. And, you know, you see that in a lot of these other industries. And I think now that it's bleeding over to cannabis, it's just been, been really rough. You know, I get a lot of these consulting opportunities. And I go into these places where they've spent $6, 7000000 million on a lab. And they have no business, and they go. Well, we knew we would build this thing, and everybody would just flock to us to to, to work with us. And I'm thinking, why? Who does who that sold, in any community, any that business yeah. that, that where you don't have contacts? It's on movies. It's in the,
3: yeah, build, it's will come. Come. <laughs> build it, and they will come. Build it, and they will come. Build the dreams. That's the movie.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. This ain't Disney, folks. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think a big part of it is is that you have institutional mm-hmm. money that's coming in from you know their lower hanging fruit operators right they're like oh here you know go get it started young man and and they're pushing these people that don't know the industry they're walking into it and go we got the money we're we're coming in they come in and they don't have contacts they don't have any credibility they don't really understand even how a a pound breaks down to a to a gram or even you know whatever the lights everything they they, they don't understand it all but and they're so blind to it then they're naive and then they're sold on the numbers because the numbers are what's selling these these investors. I, I know that because I've seen it. You know, I've seen, I've sat in you know, consulting deals as well. And people are sitting there going, you know, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. And we're gonna hit these numbers. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. Dude,
6: these multipliers, Dude. when you're evaluating these companies is absurd. Bro. Absurd. Yeah. Absurd. It's, it's, We've it's, been it's, telling people that for a long time
4: from the beginning. If it looks like guys, bullshit,
6: it's bullshit, you're a, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if it looks
4: too good to you know, be true, magic, it is. They're but, magic numbers numbers how in the fuck do you value a license that's never
3: done business no it, it's impossible and and all these people are, are valuing. They're, you got on, no books you, know, you can't do anything I want 10x for my company you're like 10x well, well let's see your business Let, let's see your, your 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 P&Ls what have you, you know, done pull out your, Nothing. Your, your, your you know your your, your accounting and, and it's like okay you're, and a doing, lot of ed- you're doing what you know, yeah, oh, like, it's I mean, the you're, you're losing money right now, and you want, you, oh, but we have a license and we, we, we don't own the building. It's like, oh, great. Yeah, yeah my I, rent is,
6: you know, $6 a square foot, yeah. you know, on my, my 80,000 square foot warehouse. Yeah. So that's, oh, you know, good just, luck. I'm just saying, you hear these stories and just go, what, what, and then we signed a, a 90 year master lease or some bullshit like that. <laughs>
4: like, are you. Yeah, what, good are you, for you kidding me? Or the opposite. You're stuck. Or, or the opposite. They come into us to review the lease, and all of a sudden, I'm like, well, okay. You're out next year. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. it's three-year lease.
1: Yeah. I go, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm going to build a tab- out, $5 million
4: build-out. Right, out. right. right lease. Going, <laughs> out, are, 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 are you kidding me? Uh, no. I mean, I'm just... I'm going to put it here in big, bold letters. No. No. Don't no, do it. No. <laughs> Don't do it. And no. We've killed a couple deals that way because the landlord didn't want to budge. I'm like, you're not putting fucking this money into
3: this business unless you're a complete moron. I think the moral though is is to find the right operators and find people that understand how to to create companies. I mean, well, they're out there. They I, are. I, I, and you I know, think I mean, the people like
4: like our guest, where you've been in the industry this long, and it was an industry that was built on handshakes. And and trust really. I mean, there you had you had your bad trust actors. is a key word. You had your bad actors here and there, but for the most part, there's a lot of brands that have been around 15, 20 years that are still that are doing very well in the regulated market. And I think it's because they were able to make their, that transition, you know, from the old market into the new with the con- connects and contacts and knowing people to stores and well, you know no, getting think, their product I think out Mike
3: there. Mike B- said said it well when he said, you know, I'm I, you know I'm known as one of the nicest guys in cannabis. It's it's. You know, I think there, there's the guys that are the sharks that come in and they eat one time. You know what I mean? And that's the problem. You come in, you get to eat. Okay, cool. Maybe you get a good fat belly that day, but you're not going to stand. You're not going to be able to, you know, live in the in the in the ecosystem because people are just going to go. You know what? These guys suck. I have dealt with so many people that that you know they pretend they're bigger and they're badder and they got all this money and it's like cool. You know that's great. I love it. But we're constantly growing. You know, as a company, as as a team, as an individual. And and that I think what it is what it takes. It doesn't take a big, you know, balloon to come in and, and pop. You know, they pop quite easily. And so these big balloons come in and they come hard, they start eating everything they can, and then people go, you know what, these guys suck. Let's well, just it uh, makes
5: eat. me think about what we've talked about previously on the show. And I'm curious, Mike Kelly, uh, what your thoughts on are the big farming taking over the little farming. As you know, people are coming in with bigger money, bigger Land bigger, everything. Saying we just want to soak all you up and buy you uh, outright. Do you
6: think that's going to happen? You know, I I think to some degree, and like you heard all these rumors, like Marlboro bought half of the Emerald Triangle, and this and that, and you know, right. But at the same time, Budweiser, this and Corona. But I think at the end of the day, there's you know, it's just like let's you know, you always hear this uh, analogy of how it's compared to to beer or or wine. You're going to have different levels. You know, you're going to have your people that want. Something mild, you know. They're looking at quantity over quality. If you're gonna have uh, like a high end, you know, concentrate or, co- or high end, you want that big product, brother Jack. Then you gotta yeah, pay a little bigger price know, for that. And, but you're gonna want somebody that's growing it like at a boutique, like a smaller grow. Um, you know those guys, the clone guys, there in Long Beach that do uh, that, to call for uh, Meth- Method Man's brand. Yeah, like they got that little grow over there, and everything is just fire, you know. And that's. I think
5: there's always, always going to be a place thing. I love what Method Man like is that, doing, you know too, only dealing with no, minority-owned businesses. Blue brings this up,
4: too, though, a lot of time about Marble coming in, this coming in, being in every 7-Eleven. And I say exact, exactly what you said, Mike, was... You're always going to have your good brands. You're always going to have the people who want that. And then, you know what? Maybe if people want to buy shit at 7 because it's mass-produced by some big corporation, I guess let them buy their shit. I mean, if somebody
5: can get high off, you know, a buying a pack off of swag. cigarettes well, and, you know, buying it for 20 bucks,
6: like, why wouldn't they? They get, the, you know, that high that they want. Yeah, but people want it you know, when we came out with, with Crew... You know, I used to do some stuff uh, with with Cali Plug and tying and those guys. Yeah, and uh, their whole thing was like, you know, why do you, why do these people got to pay eighty dollars for a Jungle Boys eighth? We're gonna we're gonna go do these pop ups and we're gonna offer these exotics, you know, for five bucks a gram, ten bucks a gram. And Ooh. I loved that model. And when we came out with Crew, we're like, how do we get people, you know, the stuff that they normally can't afford that make it affordable? and we we did that by cutting back on the packaging. We didn't do jars. We did little mylar bags and just little things like that so we can offer those things. And it was great because I, that's I think that's why we're doing so well is I wanted to cross that line between high end and you know, in the mid grade. And so we're right there, like in the middle. So you know, the, you, there's something for everybody, I think. And then at that point with High Garden, we came out with uh, you know light Dep and uh, outdoor. And, um, you know, that's at a a much lower price but a real good quality. So, I mean, you know, I think that's the thing too is you see so many – at the top, you got these top brands. You got Connect, Alien Labs, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Those those top guys. Yeah. They, and they're, they're all the. It's like all the same price. You know. And you are gonna always have those guys. So as far as people coming in and taking over like that, it depends what the market's going to be. But you know, I've been waiting for these giant companies to come in and buy those farms up in NorCal because no one is. And a lot of those farmers are still hurting. Well, a lot of these farmers were waiting for that to happen, yeah,
4: and it still it hasn't it's happened. It's like. well, we've told our clients yeah. the same thing
3: too. Going back to the days, like yeah, just hanging there long enough. To to get butt the hell out, Mike. I think I think one, the, you know, the part of the story that they were saying that that they didn't mention about what I was saying is, in in 2025, I believe uh, the the canopy law comes off. Okay. And so that's when the 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 infrastructure will change. Okay, I think that's when we'll go federally legal. We might go federally legal before then, but, and everybody will think it's a big race again. Oh my God, it's federal. So you'll have a big influx of cash coming back in again. But I don't think that cash is gonna be the big cash that's really gonna move in, in, in 2023, 2024, to get ready for 2025. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, to, to get to, to, cause they're gonna expand in such a massive form. Meaning this, when you go to buy lettuce, when you go to buy lettuce, he's um, like the biggest little kid over there ever, I know, I know, and he makes fun of us. You, I'm looking; you're trying to mess with him. You're interrupting them. And, him. If you were because listening, because you're being an asshole. You're interrupting. <laughs> he's playing with my ears right yeah, now. Yeah, you're keeping him. <laughs> you like to interrupt too much, Joe. All right, so, 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 but what ends up happening is <laughs> on massive farms. These massive farms, right, uh, are the massive acres are going to be pot, and I think the production will start to go into play, and they're going to drive the price down to twenty-five to fifty cents a gram. Ooh. You know what I mean, it's and and so thing. when I when I when I listened to that, I the reason I believe this is because back when we were all hunting in, uh, remember I almost uh, bought a place right next to your uh, place in Desert Hot Springs, and I was like I'm right down the street, and your guys like yes, what are you yeah. doing in our parking lot? And I'm yeah. like I'm looking at this building yeah. down the street. <laughs> Where's Mike? I'm asking the security guard, and the security guard's like you know this guy, and I'm like, <laughs> oh god, you know, and he's freaking me out, you know. But uh, there's a building right there, right? And I was with uh, these Asian investors, and and the guys are like, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, we're gonna drive the prices down to uh, anywhere from 25 to 50 cents a gram." And I was like, "It's impossible."
6: Yeah, it's impossible. Right?
3: And then I'm like, "It's impossible." But then I sat with them, right? And they started talking about how many they're gonna have 150 acres with with uh, light deprivation greenhouses, and they've got this and that, and they start pulling all this documentation out, and they start breaking down numbers, and I was going. These guys actually might be able to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen some some good Yahoo's. And, and you're and pretty good it. at that stuff. So, I mean, this is what you've done. This well, is your background. No, well, I mean, I know a lot about so, it. Exactly. I, I'm dangerous. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not the. But best, I mean, it's just not, not to be dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's not dangerous, like taboo you know?
5: enough to where if they said it to me, i would be like, well, maybe
3: I don't know. Well, for for you, you're like, I can see that. Well, well, I can see it. They were talking. They were talking about bringing in you know massive scales and their exact dates were as soon as the canopy law goes and then i'm thinking well what are you going to swallow up all these you know companies and they're like no they're, the prices are too high they're, they're buying in all the wrong places and you know the the other you know so they're looking in these places where you know rent's not even an option right they're not worried about the the property uh the the price on the property they're going to go wipe out these huge and and you know Industrial but, areas. But you know what? No, no, no. I'm talking about just land. They oh. go buy land and they they farm and and they do massive greenhouses and then they just set up shop. It, it, but now there's are already companies that are trying to do that that aren't that don't have the capital. They didn't have the, the stomach for it, right? So they they overbit, you know. What I mean, so they're stuck with in green zones. They don't have area's the money. They run, the, run out of money. Yeah, everyone know?
6: runs out of it being undercapitalized is the biggest problem in cannabis. Biggest. But you know what? This being said, I've seen every presentation and. Uh, the landscape is always changing if if you asked me two years ago should I get a grow I'd be like you're you're just on crack bro because everyone's growing the price is going to drop you're going to lose your ass and look at right now it's cannabis is 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 more expensive than it's been in 10 years and you know everyone's crushing and even with the oil you know when I built my first lab I did a pro forma showing you were selling liters at 10,000 a liter and you know now look at liters. I mean for a cat three liter, you're looking, you know, four four grand to five grand tops, and that's in the you know the high 90s. I mean, it's less than half, and that's just a year ago. No one wanted dissolit. It was it was a garbage, done deal. And now that there's more, uh, the vape pen scares over, and you got these sauce pens where you're doing these 80 20 mixes or edibles or whatever. It's it's coming back, but you know everything changes the technology changes as well you know so look look for that you know it's going to it's going to change a lot of what our projections are what's going to be for sure so
3: speaking of, of big farms doing that and it's funny that we're saying this i literally get a text right now so tycoon is you know out out of uh in Alanto, atlanta have you seen their facility yeah yeah okay. i actually
6: uh went there not too long, like about a month ago yeah so.
3: so chris and i he's been on the show he's on the show like sometime last year when they were building the facility and him and i are pretty good friends and i just got a a, a text from him that cookies just put their all their you know their genetics with them burner yeah so but the thing is though the, and that goes back to what i'm saying is that those big facilities like that they're capable of 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 Taking city, a good sized branch. Now, now that one in particular, I don't know. You know, they they put a lot of dough into that place. Well, like,
6: like I said, I did a lot of the growing for cookies last year. How'd it go? And, Was and, it good? And uh, did a lot of their packaging, distribution, and you know. You did a lot of it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> He's like a lot. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> good. I know you I mean, did. Good luck with that. Guys. No. I'm just. not talking trash.
3: Hold on, it good. sounds like <laughs> it. you're <laughs> dropping some things. I ain't throwing daggers, bro. I ain't throwing uh, daggers. I'm just saying. I you know? just <laughs> seen that they they literally just part of the game, right Somebody has, but it's a it's a huge it's a huge farm, and that that place is pretty big. And so they they have the ability to scale their pricing down, probably. And they think so. No, you would think so. I mean, again, it depends on how much they paid for their their property and their their facility, you know. Well, I mean,
6: Cookies is making some big moves right now. They're buying up so many dispensaries. I was uh, out in the valley the past couple months just checking things out and talking to a lot of the the other groups out there because there's so many micro licenses, right? Right. Every dispensary has a grow in the back or a lab in the back or a distro, you know, so – um, and I've been seeing a lot of the guys there. Let's see, bump into Alex like three times, trying to you know trying to buy a delivery or buy another dispensary, or every store is converted into a cookie store. So we'll see what happens. They're gonna do some big things this year. It's just weird to see other brands that try to make it big like that. I'm
5: actually curious your thoughts, real quick, as we're talking to Aloha Mike, aka Mike Kelly from Falcon your thoughts on Medmen I mean you've been growing you've been doing this Medmen makes <laughs> such a big you know mark on the scene and you know they have this big splash they're buying all these places it made me think of them as you said cookies is buying all kinds of places they did what cookies is now doing and then their CEOs go on this big lavish spends and they're on the jets and this and that buying big mansions what are your thoughts on a company like that because I'm just gonna tell you me personally and blue has said this too I think they made a great stamp in the market, though, in the cannabis game as being a badass company with badass products. So they paid the price for it and are having to sell a bunch of things. Well, they had but, no products. Well, they have a, a store we're gonna go to to get "quote unquote" the best product if your product can got get him. into that store. You got you. You know what I mean? But he got you your now. thoughts on that
6: company? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't I don't sell to them anymore because they owe me a bunch of money. Yep. Is oh, oh really? I told great you that. Did you know that? Wow. Well, not him specifically, but I knew that they were
4: stiffened people. Yeah, we oh, talked yeah. about it. Absolutely. We talked about it. You on know. Our-
6: so I mean, without getting into the details, like you know, I didn't want to come on to the show to to talk a bunch of smack, but you know, they're trying to settle with people offering these shares and stuff like that, like worthless. Yeah, I, worthless, I'm just so. saying, like you know, just pay me what you owe me, and we'll be cool. Uh, but as far as you know, the I mean, wow. the, the, the poster boy of what not to do, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. they had a good concept. So, so uh, he, of course, concept. The it was a great it's, concept. It was a great
4: concept. But the people running it were were money people, yeah. I, and you know, they manipulated money and. You know that's what happens you when you know you're, uh,
6: everybody I see that tries to go in And tries to change the culture, it fails. Right. You know, and I've even seen some that are still here. I don't want to mention any names, but there's a couple out in the desert that, like, you know, they're they're renaming uh, cannabis into, you know, different, like, moods and stuff like that. Like, do people want to know their strain, like, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, they want to know what
3: they're smoking, what it is. And that's
6: what I saw with MedMen. They just tried to, like, you know, sterilize the cannabis uh, culture. And, dude, cannabis is not going to have that. This culture has been around for, you know, longer than we've all been alive. Correct. Sure. So it really even has. me, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, me. I think you might have brought it out as you split the the sea, anyways, right, Moses?
5: You were with him. I was.
3: <laughs> you know what? Though what one of the things Mike we were saying is is that yes, the, I, I I think the players may change in Medmen, and and but I don't see them going away. The question yeah. that we were, at, but the, do we
6: see Mike getting paid?
5: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no 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 no!
6: They, you're gonna get paid for this or not? They're gonna st- oh, that AR balance has just been ongoing. I mean, it's but yeah. it is what it is. They owe everyone money. I'm probably like so down the list. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. No, I think that the, the I okay, told you, yeah, Craig. The players are gonna go away, but the, the company won't. I don't think that that. I think the I company's don't know. They not, might. I don't think it's just gonna. Someone fold might buy the, someone might no. buy no. the IP. And there's such a it's such a big.
6: I mean, their brand. I think is is really valuable. It's I mean, valuable, dude. That's that's what they say. Bad publicity is good publicity. You know, and everyone hears Medman, they think of the. Fiasco, but everyone knows who they are. They, you know, who the hell would sell to them right now? Uh, You know what? I I mean, it's funny. I have a lot of friends that still sell to them, and they're like, "Oh no, they they said they're going to pay me." (laughs) They said, "They said." I mean, they're not going to give me anything up front, but they said checks in the mail. But you know what? I mean, if they pay COD, I mean, you know, I have a lot of sure. There's a lot of accounts. You know, when this whole thing when the legalization went everybody went went fucking crazy to grab that real estate at these stores so everyone's offering 90 day terms 20 percent off and everyone got their stuff there and they're like oh here we're gonna look at select they were dropping crates of cartridges off of people oh you want a ten thousand dollar here's fifty thousand just pay me later when you can and everyone's ar balances just went through the roof and i mean we were a victim of that too accounts receivable for those out there accounts receivable just been a nightmare for you know we still have balances with with, with, with Unlike back in the day And that's That's for every Every big Here's company Here's your cash but Everybody But
3: that's almost the industry As of in, we were it, young Yeah you know, it, it's it's is the same it is what deal. I mean we all used to To t- 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 I used to well, you Move get it stuff it. And then wait yeah, Till I you I would get it drop, I would drop You know 100 packs to people And then all of a sudden It's like you get half of it back and But then think, think if you're a med bro If you're
6: a med Like you saw that coming If you were smart go Oh cool You know I'm gonna get Tons of shit I'm just gonna give me, you know, I'm gonna give you the, the top shelf here. Bring me a hundred gram worth of stuff to each store, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna rock this. And then you're gonna make your margin on that's gonna be tremendous, right? Especially when the legalization first happened, people didn't even know the prices you're seeing eight for a hundred and thirty dollars, ah! and they were just crushing like that. And you know, so on paper, I think those first reports I think were pretty good, right? And then as it started to normalize, and then these other vendors weren't getting paid, then it started to spiral out. Yeah. And then
5: your money went on a private jet, yeah, and right. your money bought a mansion. Yeah, a <laughs> couple, a going, couple, hey guys,
6: can I get paid?
4: I a couple Silver Shadow uh, Rolls Royces as well.
3: Yeah, no, I, there it is guys, this is Cannabis Talk 101 with Mike Kelly. We'll be right back after this break.
7: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered.
7: (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs)
3: Ah, <laughs> I love coming back to the show. It's
5: right. just Go great wow. when our when Peanut just starts telling us and then yelling at us. Thank you, Peanut. We yeah. appreciate I you. I think he's our like
4: new producer now. He's oh, everything. Yeah, Peanut yeah, and yeah, Pit—they're yeah, yeah. just where's, helping us. Where's it? Elvis? Who? El- who's, who's Elvis? Elvis? <laughs> he sends
5: us a lot of stuff. though. thank you, Elvis. Elvis oh, who? Man. I will KFI, I,
3: I, you, I, bastards. I, I do want to say this is is um. You know, and I'm not going to put the exact numbers out, but I'm actually very proud to say that our our numbers went up about 150% today. uh, I think it was 250. Was it closer to? Bottom
5: line, thank you everyone for listening to us. And we also want to tell you, leave us a message. Tell us how you feel. 800-420-1980. Go ahead and drop us a call. Talk about if I'm being an idiot and think Craig's hair looks great and I'm just being a jerk-off all the time. Or just if he's a jerk-off. 800-420-1980. Or if you agree with me and say he does it so much better off.
3: when he colors and cuts his hair. In fact, check this out. If you the, the, the first five people after this exact moment right here that call and say, I want a free T-shirt... We're going to give you a free t-shirt if you call and leave that message right there.
5: And leave your phone number so we can call you back and your name and, yes, next five people to do that. Once again, that number, 800 420 And better yet, I feel like a car salesman. on Mr. Crazy Benny. Ten people. Ten
3: people it is. The next
5: ten people to do it. <laughs> Not <people>. five, ten. <laughs> now what, Craig? Top that. What are you going to throw in oh, there? Craig's going to throw in a free consultation. No, you know what we're going to do? We're going to throw in ten business cards with the Pop Brothers at Law with it. That have the STFU script. script. And I think we could probably throw John, some 10 hit pre
3: rolls, and some stickers. I, I don't know about that. No, I, we I might really be, don't. Not, my, my, Your
5: brother can. He's going to oculate it, dude. I don't we, know. we
3: might not be able to uh, send those in the mail. But we will definitely give you guys the 10 t shirts. So that's right. Then we'll throw ten in the 10 t shirts, guys. <laughs> Hold on.
5: Mike Kelly, what are you throwing in there?
3: Cure bumper stickers, crew, Cure crew. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for us, Mr. Crew? Uh,
6: I, I, got, um, I got this. Uh, you can have my pop up thing on my cell phone
3: right here there it is is, one (laughs) the lucky number one gets the pop-up don't say it it unless you're gonna give it
5: to the high (laughs) 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 five
3: it is now time for the high five with aloha
5: mike aka mike kelly from falcon it's been great hearing you on the show and Hearing all about your success is awesome to see you stick around in the cannabis game from a young Rastafarian (laughs) reggae artist to this well-produced white man now.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for having me,
5: guys. (laughs) Always a fun time to see you, and great job on losing the weight, brother.
6: Keep doing your thing. How old were you the first time you smoked weed, and where'd you get it from? Um, I would say, uh, well, you know what's funny? That's a funny story. I was 11, and my, my neighbor... Uh, David, his dad was this crazy Vietnam vet. I mean, dude, like long hair, kind of looked like a giant Jesus, and he's always pissed off. I nice. was like a construction worker and be like, God damn it, we should have fucking won that war. And he'd come <laughs> in and he, he had this like chest on top of the, the, the fireplace and he'd grab weed. And me and Dave, we we were in junior high. I think I was in sixth grade or seventh grade. We is would, your neighbor? This is my... I live down the middle of the fucking desert, bro. No <laughs> okay? You nothing like you live next to Craig. No, so... But <laughs> he... We you. used to smoke weed all the time, but I didn't get real high. And then one day, my, I had an older friend, and... He had a pack of cigarettes. My dad found his cigarettes, and he saw a joint. He's like, oh, you want to smoke weed? We're going to smoke weed. I think I was 12 or 13. I got really high with my dad and my buddy Chase. Oh, that's great. And that was the first time. He's making sure I was inhaling you know, and everything, yep. and You're I, gonna got, smoke, I got smoke. It. as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Smoke it right. All right. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Um, you know what? I like to play video games, dude. I'm just saying, you know, some Call of Duty or whatever. And uh, I like Smoke high. it. My no, yeah, favorite way to use it, though, like do you – Put it in a video game and smoke it or something. No, no you, <laughs> know, I, I, you know, you <laughs> like like, uh, know, I like a blunt. I like a bong usually bong? or a pipe, and I yeah. like flour. You know, there's so many concentrates, and I have access to all of it. It's just too much for me, bro. I like one or two little hits. I'm good. You know. Just Very a couple nice. of rips. And one thing I hate is edibles, bro. I'm t- 5 yeah, milligrams me too. will wreck me, me bro. Me too. Like, I don't I won't, know what I won't it do is milligrams. And, I won't do yeah, edibles yeah. anymore. My girl will do 3000 grams
5: be Same like, thing. I think no I feel something. Yeah, I'm Mark not sure. too, little brother I, yeah. does that. Oh, Mark yeah. can go. I don't think he ever I'll finishes. I'll be destroyed. No. I no. see him eating bubble edible, edible buds all night online. He's like <laughs>
3: I'm 7,000 pounds in. (laughs) Yeah. Question number three of the high five of Aloha Mike, a.k.a. Mike Kelly of Falcon. Craziest place you've ever used cannabis or smoked it?
6: Oh, man. Let me see. There's been so many crazy places. Um, God, I wish I had more time to think on that one. Um, You know, I'm sure there was some crazy political... I did a lot of political stuff over the few years, you know, and... um,
5: Hmm. Ever in Washington smoking? <laughs> White, House? White House? No,
6: but like, you know, it, it's... I've, Sacramento at the governor's... Rep, you know, I've smoked cool. weed with a lot of celebrities that you would never think would smoke, so I don't want to put anyone on blast. Well, give
5: one but, good one, then. That's a good crazy place, uh, though. Smoking just say a celebrity. celebrity. Yeah, you, don't say, just, you know, I smoked weed on,
6: on, on planes quite a bit, you know, openly on some jets, which is kind of cool. That's yeah, very, very nice.
3: nice very nice.
6: That's always nice to do. Question number four. Mark, you ready?
5: Mark? Mark? Mark, Wait, where what? is he? Oh, he didn't. Where's make your little it? brother? Oh. oh, oh, have you heard my slam poem?
6: Hey, can I give it to you?
5: You bring yeah. it up one more time, hey. I'm
6: gonna slap you upside the head. <laughs> what
5: is your go-to munchies after you get high, Mike?
6: Mm, I would say, dude, <laughs> sugar-free pudding, bro. The Jello pudding Ooh, cups, dude. The what of, kind? of Those things. Coconut. Yeah, the, wh- the dulce one and oh, the. Uh, the uh, dark chocolate one. Ooh.
3: Ooh. I like those a lot. All, All right, right. Ooh, number
4: five. If you could smoke cannabis with
6: anyone dead, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be? Um, man, I would – you know what? I would say I'm wearing this Mono Neon shirt. Mono Neon should hit me up, bro. He's my favorite bass player. I know he smokes weed because he's got that song, uh, Water Women Weed. I'd like to smoke some weed with Mono Neon, bro, and rock some bass. Educate. I don't know who he is. He's a bass player, um, and he's left-handed, and he plays the bass upside down. And if you don't know who he is, look him up online. Mono Neon, and he does these things with Trump and Cardi B, and he plays, like, guitar and bass as they're talking it's it's pretty pretty crazy looking and then he loops you know whatever they say into this little jam i know it sounds goofy but like i love the guy he's very innovative you know i've been playing bass my whole life i play upright i have a a, an awesome bass collection i just built a bass with my son when covid broke out and we caught the can of bass Should check it out on my uh my my social media but uh he is my favorite bass player right now and He's somebody i like to smoke with. I you. like to hear just stories saying.
5: like that that are like, you know, off the wall. Where
6: I, Who is he? I don't know who he is, and what a great reason. Bro, he's he's so dope and so unique, and his music's <laughs> just awesome, dude. I'm just saying I love love somebody that's unique like that, that's doing their own thing. We
5: need to plug him on the podcast. What's his name again? Mono Neon. We'll reach out Neon. to him. We'll get him on yeah.
6: the show. He we'll is, he's back. awesome, bro. And I, I go to the Nam show the past few years ago, meet him. I still haven't met him yet. You know, he's DM me once because he saw a picture of my, my, my chick with the upright bass, which is kind of cool. But, Both of you, you guys know. play bass, you and your chick. Not, you know what? She plays guitar, and uh, but you know, I she did this photo shoot where she's like a pinup, and she used my upright because it's I got it from my Hank William the Third's bass player, and it's orange with gold flake. It's kind of like rockabilly looking, but it's it's dope. Dude.
5: My dad oh. played the bass in a band. That's how he met my mom. He was on stage and playing the go, bass in a band. The bass players are yeah. always, dope, always a good one.
3: No, but bass bass is where it's at. The bass, more bass, a little more bass. All right, so so you know, Mike. Any any final words before we get you out of here, man? Um, you know, do you want to you know plug anything? Just about five. Plug all five hundred shops you're in, right? <laughs> yeah. Well,
6: you want know I just want to uh, give a shout out to to my girl Stacy. Hey, uh, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. I, I can't
3: believe you didn't show up.
6: Thank
3: you. Can you show me a pinup poster? <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, She's a lot better looking than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> when he said pinup poster, I already imagined. That's what I'm like. Hey, I take one.
6: And then uh, uh, my assistant Miriam over there at Falcon, she's just holding down, she's great, and Stu, and uh, just the whole crew at uh, Falcon, and, um, you know, just uh, everyone, just keep fighting for the cause, man, you know, it's still, you don't let these corporate people come in and just destroy the culture, you know, that was, my, my, my message would be out to everybody who's like, hang on tight to that cannabis culture because it's been around for so long and don't let society, don't let the the people with the money take it away.
3: Free the weed. There it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we We do.
2: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: reality tv is the greatest form of entertainment on television today
1: listen to Rappaport's reality with me kibi Rappaport, and
0: me michael rapaport on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast
1: hey fam i'm simone voice i'm danielle robay and we're the hosts of the bright side the podcast from hell of sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day